Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host, and I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. We want to thank you guys for coming in and spending this time with us. And uh, good morning. Uh, good morning to everyone here that is listening. And um, we're excited today about our show, and we're excited to have you guys with us. And we want to tell you all how to plug in with us. So let's tell you, first of all, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash the housing hour. You can find us there. We're also on Twitter um, at The Housing Hour. Um, and the mothership, the treasure trove of information is thehousinghour.com. Um, you can find all of our past shows. You can listen to our show. Um, you can also download our app there as well for your Droid phones or your iPhone. Um, you don't have Windows phone. Who really even has one of those, actually? No, I'm kidding. Coming soon. Yeah, no, Jesse actually has one. So, But you can plug in uh, with us in many different uh, ways. So we want you guys to do that. And it's very important because I think a big reason we have been so successful, honestly, is because we've involved others. We haven't just closed off our show. We've tried to interact with our audience and try to make it very open. And we want you guys to be able to share with your friends, your family, um, if you if you want, the shows that we have, the series that we have completed. And you can find all of those right there on our website. Right, Mark? Yeah, right at the top of the toolbar, there's tabs and it's special series. You click on that and we categorized all of our special shows and uploaded all the programs there. That's right. And so Home Ownership Matters is the series that we're continuing today. We have two very special people in with us today. Um, Jessica Rodocker, who is the principal and broker for First Neighborhoods Realty, correct? Thank correct. you for coming in. Thank you. And we have our very own Jennifer Torgerson, a.k.a. JT, in the house from Mortgage Investors Group. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And you know, the amazing thing that, that I like about MIG, and this is for you, Mark, this mm -hmm. is for, for me. I, I haven't been here as long as y'all, but I've been here for a while, um, is that people really stay at MIG for the long term. And JT's been, how long have you been at MIG? It'll be 20 years this August. I mean, that's just incredible if you think about that. That's 20... great because that's 20 years back in April. Yep, that's okay. right. So time flies. But but JT, um, let's start with you, JT, because one of the things that's unique about your story is that you started out kind of in the ground on the ground floor. You were starting out as a processor. And then you've worked your way up now to become the manager of our highest volume branch, in the entire company, we closed a billion dollars over a billion dollars last year, and you are uh, running you you and Gary are running the the biggest branch. So I think that's incredible. I think that's a real um, interesting story in itself. But um, you know, looking back, when you think about when you came into the business, and everybody gets here a different way, we all have different paths. But you know, what was it about you starting, and what what did you like about the industry when you first started at MIG? Well, honestly. Um Kevin, back in 1990, I was straight out of school. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Mm. Um, my husband was fresh out of the military, and he knew what he wanted to do. He wanted to go to college. Yeah. And I said, well, I'll get a job. Mm -hmm. And I really had no direction at that point. And mm -hmm. luckily, um, I had a friend whose father um, was the owner of a mortgage company. Mm. And they had an opening, 
and I, I went to work for him for about three months and that company closed, but I had just enough um, experience or exposure, I should mm-hmm. say, um, that I knew, wow, this is, this is really interesting to me. That's and, really neat. Yeah. So you started, actually, I did not know that you started at another mortgage company. I did. That's pretty interesting to know. And they were around for a very short period of time. And so when you started at MIG, when you began that process, because you started, I mean, we were only five years old when you started. So, or four, really. Um, So, you know, we weren't even in kindergarten yet at that point, (laughs) using kid terms, you know. So you got in on the ground floor. And, and you've really grown with MIG. I mean, you, I have just, I've only been with MIG since 2002, but I've really been with them since 1989 um, because of my mom being involved. But, you know, I've seen you grow in your career and, be, you know, go from, from a processor to a loan officer to a manager and just take on more and more responsibilities. And you've really flourished. It's amazing. Talk about that experience that you've had. Well, when I came to um, MIG, I was in the loan processor role. Mm-hmm. I had been um, doing that for about three years prior to coming to MIG. Mm-hmm. And um, I loved that role. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, handling kind of on the back end, processing the, the files, right. the appraisals, such and such. And I did that for about five years mm-hmm. and um, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But after a while... I, I just really decided that I wanted to get in on the sales end right. just to have more direct contact with the um, customers. Yeah. I think that's amazing that you would do that because a lot of people would just stay in the same role that they're in because they get comfortable in it. And that's probably a thing that a lot of us do is that we are comfortable doing something mm-hmm. and, and it would take a leap of faith to go try to do something else. But you did that. Right. And you went and talked to the <laughs> owner of the company. I did. I did. I went upstairs and talked to Chuck yeah. Tonkin and, um, Told him what I was thinking, and he was very supportive and mm-hmm. um, kind of set up a plan for me and mm. made the leap, and right. I've not been sorry. Right. So when you when you made that leap into the loan officer role, because being a loan officer, it's 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 very challenging, and and there's you go from you know having a salary, you right. know, to more of a commission based income, and and that can be scary. Um, and you know, you, you have to have the support of a spouse, maybe they're working because when you're just breaking in and, and, and we'll talk also, I mean, that's the thing if realtors, whether that be loan officers. And I know Jessica, you've experienced that being that you're the owner of your company, but when you go into a, a sales position, it is a big leap of faith. And, and I'm sure you talk to other loan officers and we have a lot of them that kind of helps you make that decision. Yes, I did. And thankfully, by then, my husband was out of school and working. Right. So his support right. was necessary Absolutely. and appreciated um, because it was scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been, you know, doing pretty well as a processor, um, but I just knew that I was ready for a new challenge. Mm-hmm. And um, I probably picked one of the hardest times. I think it was August of 99, and yeah. the interest rates were about seven, seven yeah. and a half at that time. So it was wow. uh, it was a challenge. But This is I'd- pre-bubble year she came in. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Yes. Well, and also, that's a long time ago, but guess what? That was the last time Tennessee won a national championship. That, that's incredible. That puts it in perspective. Yeah, it Thank really you. does. So, so then after you were a, a loan officer for a while, and you know we had Phyllis Burnett that had been with us for 17 years or something, and she's one of the sponsors of our show, and we're thankful for Admiral Title. When she left, that that opened the door for maybe an opportunity, and you know I, I can remember 
that being talked about and you know who are we going to you know it's like who's the head new head coach at tennessee is it going to be donnie tindall is it going to be jt or whatever but you approach chuck kind of with the same thought in mind hey you know i think i'm ready for the next chapter here talk about that i actually did um i had gone to him about um one year before phyllis left i mm-hmm. didn't know she was going to leave at that time and, mm-hmm. and just kind of decided I'm going to put the bug in his ear Mm -hmm. Um, in the event that an opportunity would come up. Mm -hmm. I told him that I was ready. I certainly loved originating and didn't want to stop doing that, which Mm -hmm. is great because at Mortgage Investors Group, the majority of uh, branch managers still originate loans. Mm -hmm. Except for Mark. I didn't want to give that up. (laughs) Um, So anyway, but I put the, um, just kind of expressed to Chuck uh, Tonkin that, I would like the opportunity if one mm-hmm. came up. And, and you know, about a year yeah. later, one came up. Right. So. And Chuck, you know, I, I look at Chuck and, and I, I see the role that he has played along with Chrissy in our company. And I see him very much as the visionary. And similar to what Bobby didn't, they always talk about how Bobby could see potential in people. And that's what Chuck has. He can see, hey, this person is going to be successful. I'm going to give this person an opportunity because maybe they they haven't had the experience quite yet managing a multi-million dollar branch but one one issue is that you have a really strong processor and you move them out of that yeah, role you true. have it you have a void because right. when i came in in 1994 and i didn't realize that uh, you were just pretty much new there she was considered the top processor in mm-hmm. our company so i knew that then so uh you you right. had to have high credentials i think so that that, that, that makes transition and when in the transition from from the processor to the loan officer but i'm more speaking about the loan officer to the manager position. yeah that's that's even that's the bigger leap in my mind because you're having to bring in the personalities of your sales force you're having to manage the processors you're having to manage the public relations you're having to deal with people like me <laughs> but but now let's bring jessica into the conversation a little bit because you've had you know in my mind i guess a similar uh kind of evolution because you own your own company and and with what JT is doing at MIG you know she is definitely on the top of her game and she is on her own island in a way and she's running her own business if you will with her with her branch but when you decided cuz you could have went worked for Keller Williams for all these other companies but you had your own thing in mind talk about why you decided that well, I guess I need to start with my grandmother who mm-hmm. sold real estate for many years and was a broker owner of her own firm in Nashville. No kidding. Um, and she lived in the Hillsborough Village mm-hmm. in, with my grandfather in uh, in Nashville for the people who are familiar with that area. Mm-hmm. They lived in a big old house, you know, old house. And um, she did her own thing and she... She was really my inspiration um, on a lot of levels. It really got me interested in historic homes. I mean, I grew up in a 1960s rancher. Nothing wrong with that, but, you know, I I really was so interested. And I loved their house. I loved what she did. She told me she would fall asleep at night just thinking about her clients, and she really, you know, enjoyed that so much. And, um you know, and I really, again, I just admired her so much um, growing up. Yeah. Um, well, that's interesting because I think, you know, when I think about why I got in the business, I certainly have my parents who were involved in it. My dad and mom are both in the business right now. 
And then I think about others, you know, maybe it wasn't their parents, but it was their grandparents or some other person in their family. For you, it was your grandparent. I think of Ann Brock, for instance, mm-hmm. um, very much, uh, who is a blogger who attributes a lot of her success to her grandmother. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So so you had that, and then did you decide just one day, hey, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna open up my own business? Well, no. You know, you have to um, have been selling Right. You have to be an affiliate broker, as they call it, before mm-hmm. you can be a broker for um, several years. But so, so you I had started, to work the big box stores for a little bit. Well, um, yeah, I actually worked for small firms mm-hmm. in the beginning. My first, um, I, I kind of got started in Knoxville. I went to school here at UT, of course, and mm-hmm. then just never left. Right. And <laughs> I worked for an architect who did. Um, downtown redevelopment before that was cool right (laughs) so while i was in school i worked for him for a few years and then i moved in um to leasing at the sturkey lofts on the 100 Mm. block of gay street which that uh, seems like just yesterday those opened but now what has it been 15 years yeah it's been a long time so um and so that's what planted the seed for the historic side of your life right so then um from there i got into sales Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, worked for a small company until I uh, started this three years ago, a little mm-hmm. over three years ago. And it's been, I haven't looked back. It's right. been great. That's awesome. Well, I look at, I love learning about people like you, like JT, you know, a little bit about Mark. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I love learning about, you know, how it is that, that you evolve in your career because everybody um, is on a journey and everybody's at a different spot in that journey. And, you know, some are farther than others and some people, but it's just interesting to hear what the motivation is. And, and, you know, the motivation is always, is always interesting to me. And, and for my motivation, when I, when I'm listening to what you, you're talking about, you know, I'm thinking, you know, here's somebody who really cares about the community. Here's somebody who really cares about the historic side of the community, which is what, in my opinion, is what's going to create the the little dreams that we have of, of my children. I know you have children as mm-hmm. well. Um, it's those things that are going to build upon themselves. And and I want our kid, I want my kids to know the historic side of Knoxville. And we're going to get into that in the next segment because I really find that interesting. And Knoxville first, Knoxville. The name of your company is Knox. Let's see here. Firstneighborhoods.com is the website. But what's the name of the first neighborhoods realty? And so we specialize in the first neighborhoods of right. Knoxville. And in and, and your website, if you go there, if you click on about, it talks a little bit about the first suburbs when they were built. And then it kind of gives a little bit of a history of it. And I think that's interesting. Um, I didn't know some of this stuff that I'm reading, you know, and I've been in Knoxville, you know, since I was born. So we're going to continue on with JT and Jessica in a moment. You guys just come back and make sure you plug in with us, www.thehousinghour.com, and we'll be right back after these messages. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. It's Kevin Ray again here with Mark Griffith, our co-host and executive producer. Don't forget to go to MIGonline.com to learn about the sponsor of this show, uh, Mortgage Investors Group is the proud sponsor of the Housing Hour and has been for the last three years, amazingly. Um, we've had so many shows. It's incredible that we're going to be celebrating our little show here three years in November. That's incredible. 
it's a long time to be on the radio. I feel like David Letterman. And it's all located on the mothership. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, our very first guest, I still can recall, was Randy McNally. Um, and we had uh, Mr. Robinson, who was the president of the TNBA. And so this has been just a great three years. And it's because we get to interview people who make things happen, like Jessica and JT. And that's why I love doing this show is because we can interact with the people who really are moving Knoxville. Well, that's, that's true. That's kind of what y'all are doing. <laughs> um, and let's talk about that a little bit because, you know, people have this misconception. And I know it. Mark knows it. You guys know it. But for some reason, the, the idea is that, oh, it's really hard to get a loan. It's really hard to get pre-qualified. Oh, you've got to work on your job for seven years, you know, all of this stuff. But debunk that a little bit, JT, because that can't, cannot be true, is it? It's absolutely not true. Um, I, I get that a lot, though, um, when people call. Mm -hmm. um, some people call, they're very scared. Yeah. Like, they have no chance of getting a loan. Um but thankfully, they call because they're very surprised and pleased to hear that it really hasn't gotten harder to get a loan. Right. Um, comparatively, when I got into the business in 1990, it's actually still more lenient mm -hmm. um, to get a loan now than it was then. Um, there are still 100% programs for, for certain individuals. There's still 3.5% down FHA. There's still 5% down conventional. Mm -hmm. Your credit does not need to be perfect. Um, and basically, we have to document that a borrower can afford the payment. Um, they have the means with their monthly income. They have the assets that they need for the down payment if one is required. Mm -hmm. And it's it's not it's not a hard process at all. And the USDA, if that's in that targeted area, then... And they, ha they have the income, the correct income. I mean, you can still do a 100% loan. Yes, that's a very wonderful. Low, a very low mortgage insurance rate. Very right? low. It's a wonderful program. And mm -hmm. I look to use that program whenever I can. Right. And then you have THDA, you know, is, you know, you can get in with no money down in certain situations. Um, you know, and there's still the VA loan, you know, for all of our veterans out there that want veterans financing, that's available. Um, and I'm always blown away at, how nice, how good that loan is for, and they deserve, for, you know, the veterans. Um, it's a fantastic loan. And you can, you, and that's the thing, guys, that are out there listening. You know, we're talking about USDA, THDA, VA, all of these, you know, these things. And you may be like, what are y'all talking about? Um, and that's why I think it's so important to have a trusted advisor. When you are going to go and start looking for that dream home, and maybe you contact Jessica or maybe you talk, contact JT, you need to know that you're working with somebody that knows what they're talking about. And that's what JT, 20 years in the industry, she's been a processor, she's been an originator, she's been a manager. She understands it, and she sees how this all works. And and that's not just for mortgages. You know, I don't I don't want my realtor, you know, no offense to the person that just started, because I think they're going to get there. But but I want to know that that realtor that I'm working with has a little knowledge. And you worked your way up through the ranks as well. I mean, talk about that, because when people contact you, and, you know, are they already pre-qualified? Do you think it's a good idea for them to get pre-qualified? Or do you want to drive them around for, for hours and hours not no, knowing? No, <laughs> they really, well, they need to be pre-qualified for their benefit. Because if they right. find the house of their dreams, you know, what's the point if, right. if you're not able to buy it? And, right. you know, if you're not, you really shouldn't make an offer on a house if you haven't been pre-qualified. So mm -hmm. it's really for, you know, to a buyer's benefit to do that ahead of time and we, that's the first yeah. step yeah I mean and you, before you look at anything and do you think that the experience because 
for me, if I'm on the outside looking in and I want to work with somebody who has the experience, I mean, I know that you're obviously going to agree with me because you had the experience, but, but why is it important for not just your loan officer, but your realtor to have some experience in the market? Oh gosh. Well, with what I do, there's yeah. old houses, it's right. a minefield of, right. you know, <laughs> potential problems. So, right. and I mean, the real estate industry in general mm-hmm. is, and, um, I can't imagine, uh, going into any other profession and not knowing what I'm doing. You know, there's right. just so much to know. There's more to know than you even think there is. So, right. um, it's, it's really important. And, and, and the continuing and, education that you guys do, they make sure yeah. that you all have the information. It's true. We, we, t- we do a lot of continuing ed and, um, and just doing it every day, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's important. But, um, but think of Jessica and she has to have this real estate knowledge, this level. Cause I was a realtor. I understand exactly that, mm-hmm. but you have to have this other piece, which is the historic perspective of homes. Mm-hmm. You have to have the renovation piece and how that fits in, because I'm sure some of them might be his, on the historical register that you have to comply to certain standards. Well, yeah, there's that. But, you know, on a on a very practical level, um, you know, if you're with a buyer who needs to go FHA, mm. Then you go to look at a house and I can kind of say, like, there's no way this is happening. Right. Or, you know, if you need a renovation loan product, I can look and say this is not going to go conventional, you know, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. So, um, and, and that's huge because I had when I first got into business in 1985, started originating loans. I had a customer that went down into the Fourth and Gill neighborhood and they went through three houses that did not pass FHA and they kept on spending you know, $250, $275 on appraisal fees. They finally could, we can't afford this, this anymore. some of your clients? Yeah. yeah well, they Did were, you not advise them that? Um... Hey, they had a real estate agent. All I did was the loan. So oh, okay. they, they brought you. me, they brought me, uh, you know, the, the application. So, you know, but, but the real estate agent didn't know. So they went through a lot of money just yeah. on that. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, with what I do, it's, you know, not every house is going to go FHA and, mm-hmm. A lot of them will, but you just have to be aware ahead of time, you know, and and likewise, you have to advise your sellers before you list. These Mm -hmm. are the things you need to do that will get your house ready so it will go FHA. No peeling paint, you know, these sorts of things. Because that's going to be lead paint. Right. (laughs) Yeah. When you, um, because you list, obviously, and you sell. So if we have people listening, maybe that are in a historic area, First of all, how how do they know if they are in a historic neighborhood or what's considered historic? Well, there are historic neighborhoods and then there are, quote, historic neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. There are neighborhoods like Fourth and Gill and Old North Knoxville that have historic overlays. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's neighborhoods like my neighborhood, um, Island Home Park, and that does not have a historic overlay, which is certainly historic. Mm. You know, Sequoia Hills right. would fall into that category as well. Um, and, and lots of neighborhoods would, most of them would, Mm -hmm. most of them do not have historic overlays. Um, but they're still historic. Um, so when you're in a historic, a quote historic in an H1 overlay neighborhood as, as they're called, Mm -hmm. um, there are restrictions about what you can do with your property. Okay. So again, that's why you need someone. If you are interested in those neighborhoods, it's good to have someone who specializes uh, who can walk you through all that? It, yeah. I, I was just curious, Jessica. Um, the client base, your customer base, are these specific people that are looking for to get into these historic neighborhoods, or or is this open 
or do you find everyone interested in in this potentially? Um, it's a uh, it's not a small niche, but I would say it's a niche. You know, a lot of people um, just really like the like historic homes, but then there are a lot of people who just like the proximity to downtown and UT. Yeah. And that and that sort of thing. Man, I'm, I was on your Facebook page in this home that you listed on Oklahoma Avenue. That yeah. is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It, it, that is incredible. And that's if you go to your Facebook page, you just, I guess, search for First Neighborhoods Realty. Mm-hmm. Is that the best way? Yeah. Um, you have like 635 likes, which is awesome. Um, but this is just a huge front porch. And these are the, the, when I look at this, this is what I think of as historic. This, I don't know if that's a historic neighborhood or not. It is. It yeah. is. It's old North Knoxville. But guys go check this house out. It, it, and it's the back deck, the hardwoods that are throughout it. And this is the type of home that I see when I was thinking about what you did. This is actually exactly what I pictured. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this is, you know, certainly not for everybody, but it, it's for the people that want it. They want this type of setting. And my mother grew up down there in in those uh, in that home back in the 30s and 40s in downtown Knoxville. I don't know exactly what neighborhood, but it was near Magnolia. Mm-hmm. That was the place in Knoxville yeah, during absolutely. that time. Yeah. It was it, it was it. So and so, really so you've cool. got Fourth and Gill. You have the whole area that you talked about, Old North Knoxville, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what about uh, like downtown area? Are there are there neighborhoods that kind of Fourth and Gill, of course, is close. Yeah, but. Fourth and Gill, Old North Knoxville, um, Island Home, of course, where I live. Mm-hmm. But there are lots. You know, there's Park Ridge, Mechanicsville. What about Fort Sanders? I mean, you know, the Fort, Fort- Sanders. Um, you know, Fort Sanders. First of all, a lot doesn't really go for sale there, mm. but I did sell one um, right With around parking lot. We need some more parking. Right, lots right. <laughs> <laughs> I just sold one uh, around Christmas time um, in Fort Sanders um, mm. that was uh, right off Eleventh Street that had been completely redone by Knox Heritage a few years ago, and it was LEED certified and uh, and and it was single family. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was a beautiful house. So, yeah, I do I do there, too. That's so. awesome. Mm-hmm. Right, so, JT, when you get, let's say that somebody does get pre-qualified and they want to buy, you know, a home, of course, um, <clears throat> when they have historic, when they when you hear the word, I'll just tell you, when I hear the word, I'm thinking it's not going to go FHA. But that's not always the case, is it? I no. mean, sometimes they will go, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, FHA does not have a... Um, minimum or age of a property or, or I should say maximum age of a mm-hmm. property. It's really all about the condition right. of the property. It does not need to be in perfect condition. FHA does not care about anything cosmetic. Um, FHA is not as strict as they used to be mm-hmm. on the appraisal. Right. Definitely. Um, one of the questions I ask when I pre-qualify somebody is what area are you looking for a home? And I do that primarily to see if I need to estimate city and county taxes in the payment or just county Mm -hmm. um, because it makes a big difference to somebody. Um, But a lot of the times I'll find out exactly what areas they're looking in. And if they are looking at an FHA loan, I will always mention to them about it, if it's built prior to 1978, FHA automatically will require any peeling or ch- chipping paint to be removed. Um, that's a given. Um, they're not going to go test it. They're just going to assume it le- it's lead-based paint. Um, yeah. But also to let them know that the house does need to be in, you know, good condition um, without anything, you know, structurally or, um, you know, any major um repairs needed to it. And I think that that's one thing that I like about the changes within FHA is that they put it back to the mortgage lender, like the underwriter. 
to say, hey, you know what? Maybe it doesn't, because it used to be there was some very specific things. Remember those silly sheets that we used to get faxed over? And as the realtor seen, I don't even remember what they were called. BC sheets. Yes, exactly. And, and, and not that there aren't, though they don't still have those. They, they do, certainly, in certain circumstances. But I like that it's more common sense uh, and it's more flexible when it relates to that. So that's a good thing. I think that's a positive thing that's went in the right direction. Um, I want to give contact information to make sure that everybody knows how to get in touch with you guys. The first thing is is that you can go to JT's website. JT is JT jtsmortgageprofessionals.com. You can find her there, and we'll have her link on our website as well so if you so that you guys can find her. Um, and then tell us your website again, Jessica. It's uh, www.firstneighborhoods.com, first spelled out. Neighborhoods mm-hmm. is plural. Mm-hmm. And so we'll have both of those on thehousinghour.com, and we would encourage you guys first to just go to seek out more information. If you have a historic property that you want to list or maybe you're interested in buying it, um, I think that, that Jessica and her team would be the first people I would go to and um, look on her Facebook page and check out that Oklahoma. Let's get an offering on that thing. She told me she'd split the commission. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but seriously, it's an awesome property. And I, I love that how open the floor plan is. It's very, very pretty. So check that out. Um, and then for JT and, and her crew, you know, I mean, JT's got a team of people, you know, um, you know, JT is a great loan officer. I've had experience working with her directly and I know she does a good job and she has a great assistant. They have a great process and you've had experience with JT. You kind of know how it works. She's right? wonderful. And mortgage yeah. investors group is really wonderful to work Thanks. with. Yeah. Well, we appreciate what you do for us and we look forward to seeing you at the tailgate party in October so that we can celebrate (laughs) what you've done for us. So um, anything else that you'd like to close with or we, we covered it all. I yeah, think excellent. that's it. Thank cool. you, Jessica, for joining yes. us here Thank today. Thank you, JT. And, Thank and you yes. all for your time. Absolutely. I think it's been great. And so we're going to put that stuff up on our website so that you guys can connect in with them. And if you have any direct questions for them, you just please contact them directly. And um, we'll do what we can to, to support our Knoxville market and our Knoxville realtors because we think that they are vitally important to the, um, the continuation of our great economy here. So thank you, guys. We'll be right back after these messages. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And now, (laughs) the final segment of The Housing Hour. Welcome back into The Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, your host, your DJ, you're whatever you'd like for me to be. That's what I am today. And if and, everyone wasn't up, uh, they are now. That's right. Exactly. Your coffee just became a little better. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we want to thank you guys for stepping back into the housing hour with us. And uh, definitely thank our, our guests today, JT and Jessica. Um, look on thehousinghour.com and you can find their contact information if you'd like to contact them directly. And we're going to put their links up and on their Facebook, on their websites our links to, of course, their their Facebook pages and so forth. So um, definitely want to do that. We did also um, want for you guys to uh, learn more about the big tournament that we have coming up, uh, the Bobby Denton Charity Classic, the 2014 MIG Bobby Denton Charity Classic. And, of course, um, you know, we were devastated by the news of Bobby passing. And, um, you know, we, as you all know, had Bobby on the show back in November um, November 23rd, and, and uh, Mark and I were introduced to Bobby through Martha Reardon, our account exec over here at uh, News Talk, and 
it was at the Lady Ball luncheon, and um, Mark and I, of course, are huge Big Orange fans, and um, you know we were tickled to death to be there to uh, to start up this new season. Uh, Holly Warlick spoke, and uh, one of the big, um, I guess, highlights for Mark and I were that we got to meet Bobby Denton, you know, and it was it was just you know it was incredible because of course you know I'm a huge fan of Bobby Denton, and it was and is and always will be. You know the whole the whole package is just phenomenal. Uh, there, it just speaks of of integrity and character, and there's just so much about it that that we wanted to have a part of. And you know, um, as the days went by, you know, we we interviewed him. It was an incredibly successful interview. He was so gracious to us. And as we began thinking about our 25 year anniversary, MIG, and about what we wanted to do as a special um, uh, event to commemorate. Um, this 25 years that Knoxville has given us in Tennessee. And uh, we thought, well, let's let's talk about what we want to do. So St. Jude, uh, coincidentally, I had met um, Courtney Kizak, who is our St. Jude rep, if you will, uh, marketing event coordinator. Martha also introduced me to her, and it was just coincidentally at the same event, at yeah. the Lady Ball Luncheon. And um, at that moment, I was I was trying to think about who we wanted to be have as the beneficiary for our big tournament and our big event. And so one thing led to another. We chose St. Jude, and we wanted to uh, invite Bobby to be a part of it. And, and we invited him um, through his people, <laughs> if yeah. you will, because um, Bobby, you know, when whenever he would end his uh, season, he would go to Naples. That's where he stayed. He had a home here, and he had one in, um, in Florida. So long story short, uh, through Mickey Deerstone and others, um, Mickey accepted our invitation, and and I remember calling you, and it, and and we were just thrilled, just overwhelmed with excitement. I remember the conversation. It, you know, it was so much fun because when we were trying to decide what type of celebrity would go good with this golf tournament, mm-hmm. um, and then we had lunch with Bobby Denton, mm-hmm. and you know, being right. the voice of the stadium at Nalen with mm-hmm. all that history, it was just so exciting when you, when we came up with that idea throughout right. the invitation, and when you called me and said that he'll do it, mm-hmm. and was excited to do it. That it just was, made my day. Yeah. And, you know, we thought, because I remember clearly as we started to name names, and we won't name the names of the candidates that we wanted to have. Mm-hmm. And there were some big celebrities, and oh, we yeah. were we were really, and, and Bobby was one of them. And I remember thinking, you know, our relationship with Cumulus and the people that we have interacted mm-hmm. with here and the integrity and the character of this place and how well we've been treated and received and, and how we feel a part of the family. And guess what? That all was birthed out of Bobby Denton and what he stood for and the people that he hired and trained. And I talked about the vision and, you know, the Haller and Hilton Hills and the Phil Williams and the people that have, you know, been a part of Bobby's life, the Mickey Deerstones. Um, the, the list goes on and on. I mean, anybody that's in radio has been touched in some way by Bobby, you know. And as Halloran said at the funeral, most appropriately, you know, yeah. Halloran is a great talk speaker and, and he did the funeral and Bobby was a very, very humorous person. He, he, he wasn't the kind of guy who was always serious or always laughing. He was, he was just in a good mood. He was just, a, he was, that's just who he was. And so it was very appropriate that Halloran made some um, very good, funny jokes, not at Bobby's expense. They were with him. And, it, it, and so that's that's where we arrived with Bobby and and you know um 
we were just really getting in gear. You know, he accepted in December and we had started planning, you know, the luncheon that we just had. We had, uh, you know, chose Cherokee really chose us, um, probably because of Bobby, <laughs> but, um, they chose us as to have our tournament there. So it's September 22nd, 2014. And, um, I tell you, Ronnie Morton, who is Bobby's nephew, who is representing the family and he has been so nice and so um, kind of just so excited about helping us to make sure that we, we honor Bobby's legacy in, in this tournament. And um, you know, he wants to be on our committee. He wants to be involved. He has a company called trendsetters media that we're going to partner with to help with some of our um, giveaways and um, just a really good man. And we'll be oh, getting him on the show. And you know what? I, exactly. You know, it's crazy because I was doing the camera at Faith Promise Church, which is where I go to church. And I was backstage. We were preparing to go out and start filming. And guess who comes around the corner from the backstage with the producer? It was it was uh, Ronnie Morton. Hmm. He he goes to church there. He goes oh, okay. to church there. Gave him a big hug. It was just a really neat moment because we had just had this whole experience the the, the week before. And um. But he's just a good guy, and uh, and it, again, it goes back to Bobby and, and who Bobby is. So we had this we had this luncheon, and and that's what I was wanting to talk about. And here I am, ten minutes later. But we had this big luncheon, and it was at Cherokee, and we were inviting sponsors, inviting people to come learn about our vision, learn about what it is that our tournament is going to be all about. And of course, the uh, avid listeners of the Housing Hour heard Vivian's story and also the Moody story, Jeff and Mandy Moody. And so you already know a little bit about it, but we invited them to be our, our uh, featured speakers at the luncheon. And so Halloran Hilton Hill was there as the person that was going to speak on Bobby's behalf since he obviously couldn't be there. And then he was going to uh, hand it over to me and we introduced Vivian and that it all went very well. And um, we had over $10,000 in people and commitments um, from potential spot from sponsors. Um, and I wanted to name the people who, who are sponsoring it now. So of course, you have Mortgage Investors Group. You have the Housing Hour, uh, Garza Law uh, Firm. You also have uh, Willis of Tennessee. You also have um, WVLT-TV, The Sports Animal, News Talk 98.7, WIVK. You have Estrada Strategies. Um, you have Campbell Cunningham Laser Center. And you have THDA. That is incredible amount of people that we have and you know the lunch never would have happened had it not been for admiral title right our you know, sponsor our sponsor which that was they always come through for us when we need them you Absolutely. know so go to migcharityclassic.com and you can click on the link that says our sponsors it's on the first page and you have um kind of a, a twirling pictures with with all of them and you can you've got their websites you can go check them out you can go check out the the new sponsors that we have and i, I left one out when I when we were sitting there, um, waiting kind of for the, the the close, I got a text from Pilot, and That's they're right. they're also going to be a sponsor. So Pilot Corporation is one, and I put out on Facebook just the other day um, that we have some exciting news coming soon. Did you see that? I saw that. I saw that you had liked it, and I'm not here to announce it yet, but I will tell you that it is exciting, and it is it is coming soon. So we'll let you guys know that just to give you, and you can go follow our Facebook page. So it's facebook.com slash, uh, I think it's MIG charity classic. No, it's MIG charity. So you can just Google it and you'll find it. It's all, we'll put it on our website too, if you don't mind. It'll be up there. Um, and so, you know, learn more about our tournament, learn more about what you can do if you'd like to participate with and, us. Yeah. Put a team together. Yeah. Put a team together. That would be great. 
Um, I you, think you're uh, signing autographs, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. But we do have um, Inky Johnson's going to be our keynote speaker for our gala the night before. Um, we have Sterling Hinton, who's going to be um, spinning some records at the tournament, making people uh, really? miss their golf swing. <laughs> we're going to have him out there. Um, and we're going to, I mean, we were going to have some other exciting news. Let me just say that of people that were going to be involved. Yeah. But the, the outpouring of support for Bobby and his um, legacy has been enormous. And let's just say we have some breaking news that's going to be coming soon because we have lots of people that want to be involved and we're so thankful for them. And I think that, you know, Whenever I think about Bobby Dent, I think, and Halloran said it at the funeral, about how, you know, when he chooses somebody, it's because he sees something in what they're doing that he believes in. And St. Jude was something that Bobby Denton believed in, or you would not have had it as the huge radiothon every year. He believed in St. Jude, and so do we. And it's a great fit for Mortgage Investors Group because yeah. we've got offices across the state of Tennessee. That's right. And St. Jude is across the state of Tennessee and the world. So it's a good fit for us. Yes, you're exactly right. And, you know, St. Jude is doing some incredible things. I, you know, I could just go on and on. No child, no child is turned away. No family receives a bill from St. Jude. And the airfare? Yeah. Airfare. How? They pay Everything. for the housing. If you have to stay there for longer than three months, Target Corporation has the Target house. If it's a short-term stay, the Memphis Grizzlies house. They take care of everything for you so that you can focus on getting your child well. And the cost, their cost is like $1.9 million per day. Per day. And it's paid by individuals giving on the average of $35 per person. Exactly. Everybody gets that. I mean, we we used to do it all the time. We would get the little stickers, yeah. the return. We always sended money. But, you know, it was almost 70 years ago that, that, that I about said Bobby didn't. Yeah. It was almost 70 years ago when Danny Thomas sat in that church in Detroit after Mass and gave the last $7 he had mm-hmm. in the offering plate because he was at a crossroads in his career, and he prayed that, that he would just know— how to pay the bills that were looming because his wife was pregnant. And he said, I trust in you, God. And he gave that money. The next day he got a part that paid 10 times what he gave. And he made a commitment that Sunday morning that he was going to do something in the name of St. Jude. And here we are 70 years later. They have single-handedly reduced the cancer survival rate, increased the survival rate of cancer patients in children by enormous leaps and bounds. And they share their they share their technology, their medical technology. And they're passionate about sharing it. Yeah. Everybody in the same rubs Jude off too. Is, it just rubs off. I mean, it's very addicting. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. So anyway, migcharityclassic.com. We'd certainly love for you to go to to that site and learn more about it. And you know, if you guys want to partner with us, we need volunteers. You know, yeah. we need folks if they want to come out and you know help us in any way. I'm shape, sure we'll or form. have good food. We're going to have Cherokee. great, absolutely. We're going to have great food and we're going to have the denim, denim and diamonds gala the night before. Uh-huh. So we're going to have all kinds of stuff going on and it's going to be, and we're going to give away a puppy. We're going to get the gala. Oh, we're really? going to do a raffle for a puppy. We're also going to do a raffle for a diamond, a diamond, the size of a puppy. I don't know. The size of a puppy. So, so you guys just keep on the lookout and help us. Um, and we want to, you know, you, we want your support. Um, but we also want to be supportive of you and, and whatever you need. And, and that's what we're all about. So we're just excited about the future. And and like I said a thousand times, MIGCharityClassic.com. You can go there and learn all about the tournament. You can learn about Bobby Denton. You can meet the kids. You can learn about um, sponsorship. You can register to play. The, to play, it's $175 per player or $700 for a team. Um, and that's going to get you, you know, four 
uh, four spots in the tournament that's going to get you some incredible giveaways that you will love um it's going to all be done um with the the highest class that we that we can possibly muster um you're going to have several giveaways out of that you're going to have some gift certificates um the 175 is going to be minimal because of what you're going to get and ultimately a hundred percent one hundred percent of the proceeds are going to saint jude not 50 percent, not 75 100 percent of the proceeds so We'd love for you to guys to And they're going to be us. chumming around with some uh, nice celebrities. So yes. That'll be a ton of fun. Jennifer Aniston's going to be there. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. But she is one of the the keynote I bet endorsers. you if we invited her, yeah. she would. Well, Phil Mickelson, Jack Nicholas, you have a lot of people involved. Michael Strahan, Robin Williams. I mean, you name the celebrity, and pretty much they're involved with St. Jude. Absolutely. And why is that? Because it's clear how awesome they are. You don't have to sell St. Jude. Don't you like St. Jude in there, Landon? Absolutely. Yeah. I have a uh, friend who, uh, because of St. Jude, is still here, so they do amazing wow. work. Oh, and you know, during the luncheon, coincidentally, there was a gentleman, Bob, um, who is one of the marketing guys for uh, Campbell Cunningham Laser Center, who helped us partner with them. Former patient, former patient, and yeah. was able to get a picture with Vivian. You can go to MIGCharityClassic.com and click tee off luncheon and see that picture of Bob and Vivian. It's a really good picture. Well, it's amazing. I mean, you know somebody personally. Landon does. We know people personally. It's just a great place. Um, but, yeah, partner with us. And thank you also to JT and Jessica for coming in today with us. They were extremely uh, good and helped us learn more about Historic Knoxville and about getting pre-qualified. Go to their website. Go to our website. And come back next week on The Housing Hour. See you then. That's The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.